Welcome to the Moving Forward Podcast. This is your host, Corey Cottrell, uh, and my uh, real good buddy, the, uh, the bougie Riocrat himself, beginner of movements, uh, controller of proper word usage, Rio Verdenier. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> uh, I probably, probably like think through what I'm going to say before I say it, but it's just it's more fun finding out what oh, everyone else does. Don't do that. Don't, don't. <laughs> it would never. No, it's, I, could, I couldn't do that if I tried, uh, which is why some of the things I say are funny and some of the things end up making me half horse. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, um, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to do, uh, an episode today about, uh, uh, the, 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 the fake news issue, the real one, not the one that Donald Trump keeps talking about because he's a fucking clown. Um, and it's cover for lying basically 80 times a day, however many, every time he opens his mouth basically. Uh, but there, there, there is, uh, issues and there's uh, three policy sets that, uh, that Yang has put together that address this in some really, really positive ways. Uh, no one should be shocked by that. Uh, so we're going to go through them. Uh, media fragmentation is one of them. Local journalism fund is another one. Uh, and American journalism fellows uh, will be the last one. Uh, before we forget, I would like to uh, thank uh, David Miller and Scott Phillips and Nicole Ginsburg for becoming Patreon supporters. Your support is fantastic. We freaking love you. You are literally the best human beings on the face of the earth. Um, and uh, uh, anybody else who wants to become uh, Patreon supporters, uh, you can do so for as little as a dollar. It's going to give you access to videos. Uh, and uh, then anything more than that, you know, we're going to have some stickers coming out. We're going to have some t-shirts coming out. It's basically just going to be uh, the coolest. It's going to be the coolest. Um, do, can we bring up, like, we made a video a little while ago, uh, which you're going to be able to access as uh, an in-between episode that actually is probably up by now. Uh, and uh, we just talked about it, but uh, I'd like to talk about it a little bit more just because I think it's a really, really good idea. What uh, Rio was talking about was uh, raising some money, um, and it's, it's going to have to be like a fairly sizable amount, but we want to do a podcast uh, advertisement on 538, uh, which would mean that Nate Silver himself would have to be reading out about how this Moving Forward podcast is coming to freaking change America. Um, and, and could really not only increase the, uh, the community that we're building here around the Moving Forward podcast, but bring in a lot of people that aren't uh, uh, Yang Gang yet. Uh, so we really could be, be uh, helping the campaign and helping you know, our, ourselves grow this project, uh, which again is going to be lasting uh, uh, after the Yang candidacy uh, either way, right? Uh, the candidates that support this particular uh, uh, set of, of, of policies as a platform, Rio and I have already decided we're going to be interviewing them and backing them moving forward. Uh, because this isn't allowed to end. This is something that has to go forward. So I think uh, uh, you probably expect a, a, a GoFundMe even outside of the Patreon thing. We're going to be uh, uh, looking to get some donors to, uh, uh, to fund this idea, uh, which again, it's going to be uh, uh, a non-trivial amount of money. Uh, but we think that it's going to be having a, a massive uh, ROI and massive uh, uh, impact. So we're going to be doing that. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to share that with you guys. Go watch the video. We talk about it a little bit more. And if anyone has any questions, uh, message Rio. <laughs> you know, actually, um, the, the folks at 538, um, they don't talk about Yang a lot. But one thing I have heard them say more than once is, why, why, why is he the only one who has so many policies? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, um, no, Yang they, is they actually bemoan, they bemoan the fact that this guy they consider a long shot. Although at some point, they're going to have to admit he's not because he's in like fifth place now. Yeah. Right. In any case, you know, but they're like, yeah, this guy, this guy's great. Like he, we know what he, we know where he stands on the issues. Why, why don't the other politics, the politicians have freaking policies? So yep. I, uh, shout out to 538. Thank you for saying that because it's the truth. 
Yeah, no, I, the, uh, Nate Silver's actually tweeted about uh, the, the, the data around uh, Yang and his policies a bunch of times. Uh, so yeah, not, to, not that we're buttering Nate Silver in 538 up to give us a deal, but oh wait, no, that's exactly what we're doing. That's, uh, I think that he's secretly Yang Gang. Come on. <laughs> I, think, I think you're probably right, right? Like, like you know, went from one uh, data nerd to another data nerd. Like, that's it's Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, so we got local journalism fund, uh, Media Fragmentation American Journalism Fellows. Why don't we start with Media Fragmentation? Because I think that's probably going to describe the problem writ large. Works for me, dude. All right, man. All right. So outside of extreme cases of malicious libel, the freedom of the press is inviolate. Uh, however, the fragmentation of our media is a growing problem. Different communities are receiving their news exclusively through different channels, uh, resulting in worldviews with differing facts uh, that uh, rarely overlap. We can't decide on shared values if we don't agree on basic facts. Uh, we can't find shared solutions if we don't even agree what the problems are. The government should not meddle with the free press, but the government should support the major media and technology companies in finding solutions to the issues. After the Russian influence campaign affected the 2016 election, Facebook, Twitter, and other social media companies have started to investigate ways to mitigate these issues. The government should be supporting them in any way they deem appropriate. Uh, from, the, uh, from the book, it's hard to come together on solutions when we can't agree on basic facts. I kind of miss the days of three major networks and a few news programs that said the same thing. While we can't get back there, we need to establish some rules of the road and standards so that our national discourse doesn't degenerate into a million incoherent news bubbles. Uh, preach. As president, Andrew Yang will create a media responsibility task force with leaders of media and tech companies to discuss ways to get Americans agreeing on facts again and removing hostile foreign influence from our discourse. Uh, allow this task force to uh, operate free from governmental influence. We'll support them, not direct them. I have one thing I, I really need to get out before we get uh, we dial into this. Obviously, you know, I, I would imagine we're not going to have too much disagreement about this. Um, I just heard that the second largest expenditure on Facebook in the United States, um, politically outside of the Trump campaign, who is crushing uh, the Democrats uh, on Facebook, uh, is uh, <laughs> a group of Chinese dissidents um the uh the, the uyghurs who are like an insane religious cult that is very genuinely getting screwed over in china where where you know it, like it's it's not a good situation uh but these people are 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 you know uh, uh lunatic creationists uh but at the same time they decided that they were going to start a media uh platform in the uh, in the united states kind of like rt or, or or one of these other sort of boutique little spots to influence a uh, policy in the united states because you can uh, they decided to go full Trump, which they've done. Uh, they're basically also backing QAnon uh, 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 stories, which is amazing. And they're spending more money than every Democrat on Facebook right now. So if you are over 50, you've probably seen, um, I think it's like Echo Media or some shit. I should probably uh, actually find out the name of that so people can actually look out for it. Um, but they're, they're spending the second amount on Facebook, to tr second only to Trump. And it's all you know just blowing sunshine up Trump's ass specifically because he's anti-China, right? So it, it, it fits for them. And it's actually a really, really good way to make money in the United States is to, to you know, serve up to 50-plus-year-olds uh, to uh, 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 the kind of nonsense that, uh, that they seem to really like statistically. Uh, which is uh, which is upsetting. Yeah, no. Facebook is doing a few things to crack down on that. They 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 do flag content as political, um, and if it's if it's flagged as political, um, then you can only advertise in the country that you're actually located in. So they would have to have one person in the United States physically. They couldn't be doing it remotely from China, but they do. I mean, they're a, they're a huge 
popular cult and they have people on the ground in the US. Um, they have members who are American citizens. So that's the way they're getting around that. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, 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 you know, it's not political activism, it's news, right? Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, I mean, let's it's talk about the that definition of. It's like, okay. Yeah. You said not the way Trump uses it. That's the thing, right? I mean, if, if his strategy is, it's actually right out of the KGB playbook. It's actually, it's about, it's about, it's not just misinformation. It's about confusing people so that nobody knows which way is up. Right. So he calls, he calls the real news fake. And then he literally retweets conspiracy theories that had no grounding in reality that there's no evidence for whatsoever. Right. That's, that's the thing. So like if you, if you can convince whatever percentage of the population that you can't trust the real sources of information in the world, then it's a hell of a lot easier to brainwash them with alternative facts. Um, yeah. So like, you know, I mean, I understand people don't like, you know, big corporate media outlets and whatnot. And obviously there's, there are problems with that, but the truth of the matter is the media in, environment in the United States is pretty darn free, right? I mean, we have a free press. It's probably probably the freest in the world. Um, some people might even think it goes too far. A lot of a lot of countries in in Europe um, do not have uh, constitutionally protected freedom of the press. Um, we do. So so here, here so here's the thing. It's up to us to inform ourselves. Nobody's going to do it for us, right? Like it, we can't we can't blame it on the boogeyman. There's real sources of information out there, and it's up to every individual citizen to tell the difference between real news and fake news. And yeah. it, really, there's no, there's, I mean, Yang has solutions to it, and they're, and, and they're, they're, you know, they, we're, we're, we're talking about them. But like, really, what it all comes down to is, you know, like, don't spread fake news. Just don't do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I have a bunch of corrections to make. It's actually the Epic Times. Um, and uh, they're not uh, uh, Uyghur backed; they're Falun Gong backed. Sorry, Uyghurs is the uh, the Chinese Muslims. Uh, they're having their own problems with with that uh, with that kind of thing. But yeah, Fal- Falun Gong is a, 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 a weirdo religious sect. Of, I, mean, I mean, to me, they all are, but especially weird. Uh, but yeah, they're uh, they're they're spending um, again more on Facebook ads, spreading like unbelievably insane stuff. Basically, every conspiracy theory that Trump ever espouses. Uh, they go like full hog on it because they want to get his attention and it's working. Uh, and yeah, like, uh, there's the deep state, by the way, you know what the deep state is? It's just the people who work for the government who resent the fact that the guy who is in charge of the ship is completely unfit to be president. Right. It's not, it's not like there's some big conspiracy of, I don't know, global Jews or whatever controlling the government. That's not it. It's just right. that there are all these like educated, like professional bureaucrats in the government who can't believe that Americans are stupid enough to elect a moron like Trump president. And they're, they're, you know, they're they're, going to do everything that they possibly can to make sure that Trump doesn't succeed at destroying America. They're patriots. I love them. Yeah. They're, and, and honestly, like do more. (laughs) Like it's, yeah, that's, it's, it's not the D state. It's just like, Hey, like we, we didn't sign up to become Nazis. Uh, so, you know, what, what a strange idea. Uh, so anyway, all of that happened, and I actually just uh, deleted the wrong one. Dagnabbit. I'm so fired. <laughs> I am so fired. Whose idea was it to have me doing all of this stuff anyway? Uh, so media fragmentation. It was mine, but it was mostly just because I didn't want to do it. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. Uh, local journalism fund is the one that I accidentally got. Well, okay, so you read all of the media fragmentation that's the whole. That's the whole thing. So uh, remind us again, to, what's Yang going to do? Because, like, like, I mean, what is... Yeah, what's, so, 
media res- this like task force, right? Yes. Yeah, so the media, thank you. Media responsibility task force uh, with leaders of media and tech companies to discuss ways to get Americans agreeing on facts again and removing hostile foreign influence from our discourse. And basically going, going more to say that they're going to uh, fund them, not direct them. So that, that, you know, it's, it, they want it to be free from governmental influence uh, because he's actually looking into the future to uh, Trump 2.0 uh, that might be like a halfway intelligent version that would then try to use that, to uh, uh, to actually game the system, so it's almost like an informational federal federal reserve. Uh, to to think about it that way, as far as like potential monetary policy, this would actually be potential uh, uh, media and and social media uh, policy. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, in a way that that's already kind of happening informally. You, you're getting you know people who are in the media and also social media um, are are coming together and having conversations with each other. It's happening at at places like Ted, for example, right. Mm -hmm. We're giving talks about like, what can we do to, you know, fix the fact that like, what are we going to do about the fact that the average American is a freaking idiot, frankly, like that's (laughs) all all these highfalutin elites getting together and saying like, Oh my God, we, we, we thought that like fake news wouldn't really be a problem because you know, Americans are smart. They're going to see through that. Turns out we were wrong. Yeah. Hard no. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, as a scientific society, we, we tested to see if Americans were smart and we found out what the answer is. Um, and so the, and this is one of the but things that's interesting listening. too. You guys are all brilliant. <laughs> obviously. Otherwise you wouldn't be paying attention to us. Um, <laughs> like shameless Uber plug. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm trotting out. I'm just trying to be uh, as elitist as, as my new best friend. Um, it didn't work, but I'm going to keep practicing. Anyway. So, um, I totally just freaking lost where I was going to go on that, uh, that fund. So anyway, I think we're on the local journalism fund now, right? Yes. That is exactly where, uh, uh, where we're going to go. (coughs) (coughs) Terrible. Uh, so yeah, local journalism fund, local newspapers and websites are withering away in small towns and communities across the country. The local paper is a thing of the past leading citizens to no longer have a sense of what's happening in their local governments, schools, and communities for decades. Local media flourished supported by local advertisements and classified ads. This model is no longer able to support variable enterprises, sorry, viable enterprises. Uh, Yet the function of local journalism is more important than ever to give people a sense of their own communities. We should recognize that local journalism has a vital public function and support its transition from independent for-profit businesses to non-profits supported by citizens, local institutions, philanthropy, and the government. Um, I will initiate the local journalism fund, a dedicated one billion fund supported, uh, uh, sorry, operated out of the FCC that will make grants to companies, nonprofits, and local governments and libraries to help local newspapers, periodicals, and websites transition to sustainability in a new era. Uh, so from his book, journalism is a vital function in any community. How can you be expected to vote on local leaders and issues if you don't know what's going on? I have so much to say about this. Oh, my God. Uh, this is a market failure. Uh, and it's clear that this is a space that tra- transition to nonprofits, libraries, and public-private partnerships instead of for-profit enterprises in many communities. I'm confident that most small towns and cities will be able to support a local website or paper. Uh, we just need to support their transition to a new model that supplements advertising and subscription fees with local institutional and citizen support. So... As president, uh, Andrew Yang will invest in a local journalism fund program that will make grants of between $25,000 and uh, $250,000 to local media outlets, nonprofits, libraries, governments, and public-private partnerships to catalyze transitions to new models of support. In many cases, the grants will serve as matching funds for other committed support to demonstrate viability. Uh, That's fun. The fund will be operated out of the SEC and will be divided evenly among states proportionally based on the population of each state. Sorry, Idaho. 
Um, <clears throat> Idaho makes me so mad. Uh, it's not really Idaho. Everyone there is fantastic. The fact that you get two senators is stupid. Anyway, not the point. Here's the thing. Locally here, the Republicans have been running local government for 20 odd years um, with the exact results that you would think. Uh, income inequality is ridiculous. Infrastructure is garbage. Schools are garbage. Uh, and they're doing nothing that doesn't serve uh, the people that uh, donate money to them. They're literally only doing stuff that uh, is good for uh, uh, basically mostly contractors that are uh, uh, paying their bills. So when uh, my buddy Greg started the whole solo local Pasco thing, he was basically the only local news, right? Because we're really, really close to Tampa. We used to have the, the you know, newspaper down there and the news uh, uh, places down there would, would cover little bits and pieces of what's going on up here. But generally speaking, they oh, don't. Yeah, that's, um, Greg was uh, episode 29, I think, right? Yeah. yeah so you, you can hear more from Greg if you haven't listened to that one yet. Go check it out. A good callback. Uh, so yeah, he, he's been doing some local kind of stuff and, you know, doing the, the solo local thing. Um, and we really noticed that, you know, it gained a lot of traction because there was nobody else doing it. Like, it, like it, there really is a, a demand uh, to hear what's going on at the school board, for example, and to, to uh, um, you know, learn about uh, what local politicians are actually, you know, doing in the space. Um, and he's done, you know, lots of interviews, even with them, you know, the ones that would actually sit down with them. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's really something that, that we feel intensely at this local level. Like there, the feedback loop that's supposed to happen where, you know, we elect our, our uh, uh, local officials and the press keeps an eye on them and, and tells us what they're doing. And we have, you know, a, an educated way to decide whether or not they're actually the best to serve the community. It doesn't exist at all, right? Like it's, it's, it not, it's not that it's broken here at the local level. It just doesn't exist. So they've been getting away with like, really unbelievably insane shit for a long time because nobody's there to you know nobody with a platform is there to to explain to people that that's what's going on yeah you know i mean and and yang's idea is a good one i mean i i I think we should clarify as you know the the free market advocate on the show i i do not interpret what yang said about transitioning toward nonprofits for local news, I do not interpret that as going as, as going against the market, right? I mean, nonprofits and for-profit or, or companies or organizations coexist right now, and they'll still coexist in a post-Yang future. It's just that there will that he's going to make a real concerted effort to to um, empower local communities to build their own nonprofit local journalism from the bottom up, and that just that that ties in it ties in so well with Yang's overall vision. I mean, he part of the reason that a lot of traditional real conservatives like we support him is because because he is he, he he's a pro individual person right he wants to save dying small towns with the freedom dividend and he wants to do that by empowering like individuals to um to build their their local economies rebuild their local economies themselves the way they want to do it from the bottom up and that's exactly what he's doing with journalism here um we need to we need to nominate this guy He's just, he's light years ahead of the competition. He will beat Trump. Nobody else will beat Trump. I know Corey disagrees with me about that. Oh, I know for a fact you're wrong, but that, that doesn't matter. We still need to, we still need to get Yang. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll, yep. we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll console you when you find out that I was right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, where, where are we I mean, moving again? Like Costa Rica or wherever the hell we're moving? Yeah, right. yeah you, like, can, like, you can console like, me there because that's good. All listeners can come live in Costa Rica with, with, with the Rio Public. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start a fourth term starts <laughs> fucking hell yeah we'll just we'll have we'll have the uh the southern railroad to get all of the uh, all, all the people out that want to get out 
Yeah, no, for sure. The Southern Railroad, the people escaping to Mexico, but they'll, they won't be able to because they'll, they'll have to get over the nope. wall. <laughs> yeah, dude, with a ladder. Duh. <laughs> yeah, but like, but he's going to, but okay, never mind. We're, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Like, like, off topic. But yeah. you know, I mean, like, oh, I, everybody, well, you know, our listeners are mostly Americans. I think it's like 98%, which is hardly surprising since it's a US politics show. Yes. Um, so, but since they're Americans, you guys have all seen Back to the Future too, right? So the character Biff is, was literally based on Donald Trump. That's a fact. And are you that, serious? Yes, yes. And that, and that weird future, like the, all, like the dystopian future from Back to the Future 2, where like everything's gone to shit, it's because, it's because Biff like took over, like became a big politician, super influential guy. So like we're literally living in the dystopian future from Back to the Future 2 right now. Like it happened. Oh my God. I did not know that. So You're that so was a, right. definitely an aside, but I just, I've been wanting to say that on the show for a while. Like, yep, yeah, back to the future too. It, 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 it's, it's, uh, it, it's like, it's like people always say about the Bible that, um, that it all came true. Well, it turns out that our religion should have been back to the future <laughs> because those people really, well, that and like the, uh, the, the, the family guy thing where Trump came down the freaking escalator announcing <laughs> his presidency like that, like what well, are you guys Trump- actually seeing the future? Yeah. Well, it's because Trump's been a public figure for a long time, you know? Well, I mean, and, and yeah. Simpsons did something about Trump becoming president also. I mean, because he was talking about running for a really long time and nobody ever thought he would do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then he won. Oh, oh man, this God. timeline is drunk. Yeah. I was talking to my mom the other day and, and yep. uh, you know, she's a lifelong Republican and she was just saying to me like, Real, where'd all the conservatives go? There aren't any conservatives anymore. And I said, yes, mom, they, 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 they're all Democrats now. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the problem with being a big ten party. Like, like yeah, we have to be we're all becoming Democrats. Like we're gonna take over your party. Sorry, guys, we have nowhere else to go. <laughs> I, I also like the and and this is this is you know we talk we talk about this all the time. I don't, I don't think we can talk about it too much. The the arguments that we usually have around these things now we get to we get to have the 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 on this show anyway. Our our discussions are around creating or finding or discovering consensus, which is a much better ethos anyway. But at the same time, like, the, here's the first problem. Let's not become Nazi Germany in 1935. That's problem number one, right? Let, let's, let's not do that. Um, and whoever is for that, I'm going to work with them. Like, I, I freaking retweet freaking Joe Walsh all the time. What the fuck? That guy's a tea partier, right? Like, it, like, this timeline is legitimately drunk. But at the same time, he sees the same problem I do. Like, hey, let's, let's not go down whatever this freaking in, insanity path is. And we're on the same side there. And that, that's, that's just the way it is. And he's right. Yeah, no, I mean, and here's the thing, though, like, right, we, we don't, the, Trump, Trump is just a con artist. He's just an amoral con artist who, who is just out for himself. Yep. He's not trying to turn America into Nazi Germany. But, he, but here's, here's the thing. But he would if it's certain. No, but like, well, but I mean, well, we know for that there are li- literal Nazis who do support Trump. And he, and he did dog whistle to them. America first was a Nazi um, like it was, it was a, it was a phrase that was used by Nazi sympathizers leading up to world war two. So like, I mean that, so I guarantee you somebody in his campaign is like, you know, that's a Nazi thing. Right. And he said, Shh, don't say that. That's why we're doing it. Like he, he totally knew he was dog whistling the Nazis. That's a thing that happened. Um, but, but you know, it's, it's because we are living in the dystopian future from back to the future too. You're getting real people, like intellectuals, like well-established people, like David Frum, right, who was in the Bush administration. Okay, so his his conservative cred is unquestionable. 
Um, and, and he he wrote a book talking about the the serious real existential threat to our democracy and our civil liberties that Trump represents. So I'm sorry, I just like I I, I you know the part of the I'm a conservative. Like the last thing I want to do is say radical shit. But you know people have been crying wolf for a long time, and so people don't want to believe it. But we really are in a situation where we need to just save our democracy. Like it's actually under attack right now. It Agreed. really is. And anybody who still supports Trump needs to face that fact. Like either admit that you want to destroy American democracy or come and become Yang Gang instead. That's that. That's that. I mean, right. I, I can't, I, 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 I can't believe that I'm saying these words out loud, but it's true. Our president is an existential threat to democracy. Smarter <laughs> people than me are saying it. It's not, this isn't some kooky conspiracy theory. This is stuff that like real influential, intelligent, educated, conservative public intellectuals are writing about. This is really happening, people. Wake up. Yeah. Uh, I've got nothing to add to that. It's just accurate. Uh, American journalism fellows. Uh, trust in media is at a record low as local news organizations dwindle away due to diminished ad revenues and circulation. Funding for journalists to engage in real investigative reporting is declining rapidly as even major uh, publications no longer can afford robust newsrooms or beat reporters who don't publish regularly. Uh, the information we use to make informed judgments is increasingly under threat. It's imperative that we stop this trend. We must treat journalism as the important safeguard to democracy that it is and free up a critical uh, body of reporters from market pressures and incentives. Uh, I will initiate the American Journalism Fellows through which reporters from each state nominated by a body of industry professionals and selected by a nonpartisan commission will be given a four-year grant of $400,000, uh, so $100,000 per year, and stationed at a local news organization with the condition that they report on issues relevant to the district during the period of their fellowship. This idea is awesome. I didn't read this one yet. This way, we will have hundreds of journalists in each state working on important news stories and supporting local news organizations, and independently, too. Like that, huh, This is really interesting. Journalism is a vital... Yeah, because, because, because Yang really believes in small government like he, he actually does that's why he's getting it, a lot of libertarian supporters like it, it, he understands yeah. decentralized power he gets it he just he he all the good things about about conservative ideas he's the exact opposite of donald trump not just because he's an asian guy who likes math right but because trump only represents the worst most toxic form of quote conservatism and yang only represents the good part of it he represents a good part of conservatism and the good part of progressivism. He's a yeah. very well-balanced man. I agreed. I mean, it just, it removes it, the way that he approaches these things. You know, he, like he's obviously taking from, 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 or borrowing from political uh, uh, traditions or whatever, but it just, to me, it transcends it. Like it just, you know, and I think speaking to it in a way that this is progressive because, or this is conservative because can, can reach into the minds of erstwhile tribal people and be like, Oh, cool. I identify with that. Uh, and, and so it might create sort of an in, which is awesome, but it, it really is bigger than that. I really believe that. So anyway, just to, to uh, uh, continue through this and we can, we can keep waxing a philosophical on the other side. Journalism is a vital profession for a functioning democracy. Uh, we need hundreds of reporters digging into complex issues and stories to find the truth and share it with our citizens and sometimes to act as both a spur and a check on government and industry leaders. We should view journalism as a public good and support it in a way that ensures strong independent viewpoints that can speak truth to power. Um, so as President Andrew Yang will invest in a national journalism fellows program that will select and invest in journalists in and from every state in the union. Each state would have as many fellows as congresspeople, 
That's, that's a great idea. Uh, three people for Wyoming, North Dakota, and Alaska, all the way up to 55 for California. Uh, they would each be funded by a four-year grant of $400,000 and stationed at a local news organization, which basically, like, okay, we'll talk about it. So, okay, there's one more, but, like, just to, just to recap sort of what I got from that in, right, off the, right off the bat, right? Ordinarily, if you're a journalist, you have to talk to your boss about what you're going to cover. That guy doesn't have to, Right. That, that woman that's stationed in the, I don't know, freaking whatever, North Dakota News or whatever, uh, voted in by other people in the industry in their state. So they're, they're, they're going to be celebrated members of, of their journalistic communities um, are suddenly going to be listed out of having to go to an editor to, to find out if they can cover something, right? Like that, that's unspeakably huge, right? If you think about the number of times and places where, you know, if you're in a local newspaper, if you're struggling to maintain revenue or whatever it is, there probably are a lot of stories that you don't want to invest in people having to cover and you don't want to invest in the aftermath afterwards, right? So these people would literally be like, nah, I'm going to cover whatever the hell I want and there's nothing anyone could say about it. Well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so um, liberating them from market influences uh, was a key phrase in that. And it's because if you think about it, we do, we do have a, a very diverse media environment. We've got, you know, lots of independent journalists, journal, lots of independent journalism going on. Um, like literally anybody with a blog can be a journalist nowadays. So like the problem isn't that, isn't that the, um, that there, that there aren't enough options. There's like, if anything, there's too many options and, and Americans are having a hard time navigating the landscape. Um, but no, the, the, the problem is actually that if, if you want to make money, in your at your journalism, you're going to do clickbait, right? You're going to do anything that's going to get people to click because then you're going to make money from ads on your website. Right. And 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 so what what Yang's saying is like, okay, that's going to keep happening. We're a capitalist society that's not going away. But we're gonna we're gonna create this this fund and we're gonna we're gonna help these fellows so that there are some people who are free to focus on just doing journalism that's good for society instead of trying to you know maximize profit at every turn. Um, that's a, that's a, that's threading the needle. It's perfect. Oh, and by the way, Corey, what you said about him transcending the traditional left, white, right divide, I completely agree with it. You know, like you are on the left, I am on the right. We're both supporting him for a reason, right? He is transcending it, but also, you know, here's the, here's the truth. Like I, you know, um, Andrew Sullivan, who by the way is a, is another, uh, conservative who has written extensively about the fact that Trump is a threat, threat to America. Okay. Um, he, he, he's been saying all along that like conservatives, you, you need society needs conservatism and progressivism. They're both, they're both healthy things. So this idea about transcending them isn't anything new. This is what, this is, this is the way our society is supposed to function. And we've gotten so polarized that we've forgotten that, but we're supposed to be finding a middle ground. That's what the, that's the point of democracy. That was always the idea. Yeah. 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 It, like, and, and, and frankly, we're, we'd be stronger for it because both sides can be wrong, right? And so the the process of coming together and finding a solution that that both sides can can, can agree with makes the ideas better. That's a good thing. That, that that's that's the ideal and always has been, right? And the the ability to uh, to to iterate and test and have good numbers. And I mean, this is the thing. Like the the you know, if asked what what do we mean by progressive? What does that mean to me? It'd be like we could be doing thousands of times better than we're doing right now and we're not because our systems aren't good enough right um and and all of the things from from humanity first to the freedom dividend to to the way that he's framing this conversation which makes the moving forward podcast not only possible but the way the future is gonna be because we're gonna keep doing it until we do that makes you know makes all of those things way more likely 
right? Like this, this should be this kind of conversation, this idea that, that we're testing out and that we're obviously sucking at sometimes and, and, and getting better at sometimes emulating it um, should be as much a part of the American ethos as the idea of freedom itself, right? Because it, it's something that America has been doing to some extent or another uh, from, from, from its inception. That was the whole idea, right? But, you know, and, and obviously sometimes politics is hurting drunk cats. That's just the way that it is. But, you know, there, there, there have been instances where, where that, that idea has been played out. But it's something that we can quadruple down on and, and everyone in the country, every single person in the country will benefit from it. And the rest of the world will benefit from the example. Yeah, yeah, and that that task that task force idea, um, of, of the media task force of mm-hmm. independent organization, of leaders in the media who are coming together. You know, the 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 goal of that task force would be really to to create more content like this that's actually like makes an effort to be factual, um, and and is trying to be productive. Productive conversations um, don't make as much money. Right. Because and again, frankly, at some point we have to look in the mirror and take personal responsibility. The reason the media puts out garbage is because that's what we consume. Right. Yep. We need to vote with our dollars. We need to vote with our eyes and our ears. Yes. Nobody is going to in a for profit world is going to create the content unless we're willing to pay for it with either money or our time or both. That's just that's just the, the fact. Now, Yang's finding, you know, um, government ways uh, to to promote nonprofit work, but also like there's no reason why for-profit journalism has to suck. I mean, The Economist is 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 uh, you know make a, su- a very successful, profitable publication, and they do amazing journalism, right? Um, why, like, just go subscribe to that and read that instead of you know whatever conspiracy theory Trump's retweeting tomorrow. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, yeah, so that was a, 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 an extremely well put diatribe to suggest that it would be fantastic if you became a member of our Patreon. Um, I love saying Patreon now so much that it's it's really stupid. <laughs> it's really. <laughs> I think I said it once, and you've been, now now you. It's, it's basically you pronouncing it my way forever now. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, hundred percent, hundred percent, and it, and, it, and like it's just you know it is one of the inside jokes we're uh, we're never gonna let go on the show. Uh, that's just the way that it is. But it's just I giggle on the inside like a thirteen year old moron every single time I say Patreon, <laughs> uh, and and I just that's it's fun. Yeah. So yeah. you can you also you can, say against because you're Canadian. <laughs> Fuck you. Also true. Uh, so yeah, you can become a, a member of our Patreon for the low, low price of $1. Obviously you can do more if you want that. It's entirely acceptable uh, to, uh, to support what we're doing. We're actually using all of those funds to support the growth of the show and to get the Yang gang out more often. We're not taking any pay from this show uh, for the foreseeable future, just because it's really, really important that we do everything we possibly can to advance the Yang gang's agenda. Uh, as we move forward, if you don't have a dollar a month to become a Patreon supporter, <laughs> see it happen again um then uh, uh just share this out like get on twitter get on facebook uh grab an episode and share it out uh because not only are you voting with your your eyeballs and your earballs for this show for yourself but you can actually do that and help other people to uh, uh to gain this message and, and check it out so again uh that effort or uh, or currency they are uh, equally valuable and we thank you guys so much already for the, for the support that you've shown this podcast um you guys were you know the, the early adopters you guys are the, are, the, are the people that two years from now you're gonna be like ah, i've been listening to those assholes for two years i um, listened to them before they were cool yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and honestly the only reason why we're gonna be cool is because you motherfuckers are cool and making it happen 
Uh, and so thank you for that. All right. So we got a bunch more episodes we got to do. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, um, the boss is telling us we got to do another uh, uh, policy episode before we do our next interview. So we got to run. Because <laughs> Corey lets me order him around. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Also, well, dude. Andrew Yang is our taco. Andrew Yang is our taco. I did want to say, like, somebody basically said that, that Rio is the captain and I'm the second in command. Um, and, like, instantaneously, I, like, I am, I'm, you know, Commander Riker is, like, is, is my spirit animal now. Like, that's... The funny thing is, until that was, I think that was Fred in that, that awesome um, review that he wrote of us. Thanks a lot for that, Fred. Yes, Fred. it was great. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but, like, honestly, I always thought that I was, like, the co-pilot, right? Because you, you, you open the show. You, you, you do the you're, – you're the, you're the experienced radio personality, I and guess. I'm just some jackass drinking out of a fancy cup. <laughs> that's, that's all it ever took. I mean, every, every radio personality has that jackass with a fancy cup behind him, and that's just the way that it is. No, and I think, you know, the, 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 your, your uh, um, work and exposure to the actual community side – You've been you've been the force behind all of the episodes, uh, so I think it's entirely reasonable for people to, to to see you as the leader of this project because with your effort and your time and your commitment, you have been leading this. Uh, this, this well, I, I, ICS is equals, but I, 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 I no, I, I do too. But it's anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do too. But it's really it's 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 way more fun this way. <laughs> and honestly, like I'm in charge of enough shit. I'm glad if you can be in charge of this one and I can just show up and 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 try to be funny and fail most of the time. That's fair. Yeah, um, Andrew yeah, Yang. Yeah. <laughs> is our taco is our taco yep so much taco thank you very much for listening to the moving forward podcast uh, we are so excited to be bringing this to you and we're so excited about the uh, the awesome community the yang gang that's growing up around the candidacy uh, of andrew yang uh, if you could Please tag us on Twitter with the hashtag Moving Forward Pod and uh, find and join the Moving Forward Podcast uh, group on Facebook. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.